Sedano Show here on ESPN LA. JSB hanging out with us. Julie Stewart Binks. Uh, we're going to play a game with her. She's super Canadian, so we're going to play a game. How Canadian is she? Uh, there's I'm sure everyone's really looking forward it, to that. I, I think we're going to have fun. Uh, we're going to do a little <laughs> game show. I get to do uh, a little Drew Carey here and uh, you know make that work. Bob Barker, etc. Uh, but now we'll talk to our friend Johnny Hecker of the Rams, who joins us every week here at 4 o'clock on Tuesdays. Uh, the Rams coming off a of victory in Detroit against the Lions. Uh, Hecker, you had us scared there for a little bit in that one. Hopefully I didn't have you scared, but, um, you know, if that's the way those games go sometimes. You know, you have a spooky weekend across the NFL, and, uh, you know, hey, we were able to pull it out and uh, clinch the NFC West, so we're not too happy, not too, uh, not too sad about that for sure. Johnny, uh, Julie here. I got to ask you, I know I've seen a lot of your highlight reels. Uh, you, you like to play a lot of different positions, but especially this past weekend, you had the hold and the point. Uh, everyone just... <laughs> lit up over twitter on that where did that idea come from to do that yeah that that was not premeditated i actually even (laughs) had i didn't know i did that until after the game you know one of our social media people came up to me and said hey your you know your point on the hold is going going crazy on twitter and i said what point you know it was a a deal where i thought that the the detroit lions had 12 guys on the field Mm because they had a defender that was counting up their defenders and then he's running off the field so i thought you know if i could have caught him with 12 men on the field and snapped the ball then we would have got a free first down. The offense could have got the ball back. But, um, you know, thankfully Greg was heads up and was ready to kick the ball when I, when I put it down for him. And I was pointing actually at the 12th defender running off the field. What I thought was the 12th defender was actually the, the 11th guy. So he miscounted twice and um, kind of tricked me there. But it was a deal where I, yeah, I was just trying to make a heads-up play and, and get our offense a first down. But, um, you know, Jeezy was nails and the snap was perfect, so they were able to kick it through and we still got the points. Oh man, see, I was hoping you were just going no hands just to show off. Like, I'm like, yo, Hecker is that much of a badass that he doesn't even have to hold the damn ball. Yeah, I wish it was so, but I'm, yeah, I'm not much of a showboater. It's definitely a deal where I was trying to, trying to catch something. I, I really didn't even know I pointed. It was a deal where, you know, in the future, if I'm ever trying to catch someone offside, I'm not going to point because that my hand could have gotten in the way of the kick or something and, um, you know, I definitely don't want to throw off Jeezy when he's in his groove like that. So, you know, I'll, no more points from here on out for sure. Johnny Hecker with us here on the Sedano Show on ESPN LA. Yeah, Johnny. So you have, uh, you know, I mentioned you've done a couple, you played other positions even as a punter. What's your favorite other position? Oh, man. I mean, getting to throw the ball is, is special. Uh, you know, getting to hold on field goals as well just because, you know, it's a, uh, a relatively high you know high stakes position you got to get the hold hold right for the kick to go up and through but um and then also all the pressure is on somebody else on Jeezy to kind of make the kick so you know even if even if I you know don't do my job and Greg still kicks it through you know it's a successful operation but um you know it's a deal where I enjoy the hold because our snapper is so good and he really does a great job of putting the laces out every single time and his consistency is you know really really you can't find anyone else better in the NFL so it's a deal where I, I love working with those guys and taking the field with the offense flying to block you know it's a big fun deal to be part of points yeah and look well, a couple of weeks ago we talked to you when you had the run that uh, you should have had the first yeah. down they kind of gypped you on oh, that man. one um but you know I like that Sean is aggressive with that stuff um right. like you know Sean there's there was this notion that he wasn't going to be able to connect with players or garner their respect, right? Because he was so young mm-hmm. when he came into the game. I feel like instead of a detriment, that's actually played into his favor. Um, how would you uh, assess how relatable he is to guys in the locker room? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say, you know, I heard those 
the remarks of hesitation and of, um, you know, maybe disbelief in, in what he'd be able to do. But Sean's such an elite communicator. You know, it's not a deal where his age really comes into your mind at all when he's talking to the team. He's so concise and calculated with what he says and when he says it that you know that, um, you know, whatever's coming out of his mouth, he means from the bottom of his heart. And, you know, he knows that that's what he wants to say. He's never misspeaks. Um, you know, if he does, he's quick to redact it kind of right on the moment, on the spot there. Um, but, you know, he's a guy that really, really relies on his other coaches and, and the coaching staff to to give him pertinent information. And then he presents it all to the team, you know, when it's the appropriate time. And, you know, he's he's so incredible with the standards and just the consistency in which he communicates that, you know, we can't help but buy into whatever he's selling. So he's a guy that has really, um, you know, He's got our locker room right where he wants us. We're in the palm of his hand, and we trust that the direction that he gives us is going to, you know, take us far in this this season. Johnny, you got uh, Chicago coming up this weekend. I was listening to the morning mm-hmm. show here on ESPN LA. Everyone's all worried about how the weather is for you guys. I know you've been in colder climates, of course, Denver. What do you feel about you're going into Soldier Field, big Sunday night game? You know, great defense. What would you say is sort of uh, top of your mind heading into this one? Yeah, I've been sleeping outside every night trying to, uh, you know, acclimatize my body to the cold weather. Um, you know, just trying to get as cold as it can get down here in Southern California, but, um, <laughs> the totally a joke, but I think, you know, it's just a deal where we have to be mentally tough. I think the weather is going to be what it is for every single player on that field. And, um, you know, they'll have an advantage of, of practicing in it during the week, but, um, for the most part, teams, when it gets really cold, go inside anyways to have a productive practice. And so I think our practice conditions probably won't be too far apart. And, uh, you know, the team that wants it more on Sunday, and we just got to go out there hungry and, and you know, know what we're playing for and go out there and get it. Johnny Hecker of the Rams with us here. Uh, going to be talking about First Five California with him in just a second. He joins us every week mm-hmm. at 4 o'clock here on Tuesdays. Um, you know, you mentioned practices and whatnot. Um, the Lakers, they do this thing on Wednesday. Luke Walton calls it uh, White Boy Wednesday, uh, where he gets to choose the music uh, that they play in the locker room. Do, do the oh Rams my. have a White Boy Wednesday for, like, you and Sean and, and Goff and the guys? <laughs> you know what? We, we used to have White Boy Wednesday in the, in the weight room. It used to be a thing, you know, it used to be a kind of a hierarchy. The oldest guy in the weight room gets to pick the music. And then on Wednesday, no matter who it was, you know, We'd go with Country Wednesdays or EDM or something. James Lord and I just love the EDM. Um, but the last last couple of years, it's kind of just been, you know, whoever puts on music puts on music, and we're in the weight room to get better, not really, um, you know, worried too much about the music. And I think we feed off, you know, a lot off each other, and it's not really a deal where, you know, we get too hung up on what the music's being played, but we just, you know, keep the beat pumping and we, we get to work. I know, um, Johnny, just one of my good friends, Pat McAfee, of course, a lot of people know mm-hmm. him formerly of the Indianapolis Colts, and he's quite a funny guy on Twitter. He's always talking about for the brand, you know, the, the kicking and punting brotherhood of you guys. Who out there when you're, you know, when you're watching some of these other games that are going on? Of course, we all saw on Sunday night, Michael Badgley just kicking at the end. It was, it was a bit difficult, but then he finally got it through, and that was great for the Chargers. But who do you yeah. kind of, I mean, maybe even just in the last week or, or even this season that you've seen that you're kind of like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm pumped to sort of like be a part of that brotherhood with these guys. Right. And, you know, there, there's so much nuance to fourth downs that I think it's great that Pat's bringing recognition to this, you know, with his kind of hashtag for the brand movement on social media and, 
you know, his breakdown videos that he's gotten, um, you know, kind of out there going viral is, it's huge for specialists and just special teamers in general. I think there's a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, under the radar play that goes on. I think there was a play in New York this last week where two different guys tipped a ball out of the end zone to each other. And then the one threw it back in bounds to the to the long snapper who was there to down a ball at the you know two yard line and um, you know it's that kind of stuff that maybe people wouldn't see or take note of, take note of um, but he's kind of putting it in the spotlight as this is unreal special teams play that makes a huge difference between the ball being at the twenty yard line or at the two so I think it's um, there's stuff like that all over the league you know there's punters punting the crap out of the ball kickers you know making ridiculous kicks you know Justin Tucker and Greg Zerline are you know two of the best kickers in the league and just you know money from wherever they're called on and um you know punters just having fun fake punt sam cook threw a great uh kind of slant route a deep post to one of those guys the other day i I love that you know just seeing punters throw the ball and and extend drives for their team and um you know whenever we can do to kind of gain more recognition as specialists is going to be good for the brand of football and and uh, of course for specialist kind as as it is yeah, my uh, my buddy John Ryan, you might remember him, of course, with the Seattle Seahawks. Absolutely. University of Regina legend, of course. I'm Canadian, yes. if you didn't notice that already. He had that great touchdown, I think it was, against Green Bay a couple of years ago yeah. in the playoffs. And I, I just love seeing, you know, we love seeing that because you don't, you don't normally see these kinds of plays. So just to your point right. there. Yeah. The Ginger Ninja, John Ryan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I loved playing against him in the, when he was in Seattle for, you know, my first six years. He's a great, great guy. So, you know, whenever, whenever players make plays, you gotta pay respect because it's not, uh, not often done and you gotta just, you gotta love it when, when it happens, gets pulled off successfully. Johnny Hecker, the Rams, hangs out with us every Tuesday at four o'clock and we obviously will talk to him about First Five California. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, what that's all about, go to First Five, the number five, California.com to learn more. It's about stimulating the brain, especially those first five years, um, you know, those formative years. Now you got the little guy. Now here's what, here's the deal. Like, um, my little guy all of a sudden, uh, you know, only two months old, uh, we've been working with the music at first, but now he's kind of starting to get the vision going, Johnny. I don't know where your kids are on right. this stuff. So the TV is something that's fascinating to them. Like, I guess it's the colors or whatnot. Like, are, are the little guys, are the little heckers watching dad on TV when they're, when he's playing football or what? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think, I think he's looking at dad on TV. I'm not sure how much he's watching. <laughs> gotcha. Where. Yeah, his eyes are definitely starting to, to work at a, a higher level. You know, he's watching the fans spin in the room. Um, you know, I took him today, actually, Christmas shopping for mom. And, you know, we're walking around the mall. He's in the front pack. And his head is just turning from side to side. You know, he's noticing all the colors going by, the different things. And I'm talking to him about different stores and, and what they sell. And, you know, it's that, that talk and that constant interaction that's going to help his brain grow. And, uh, you know, it, it's growing at incredible rates right now. So i got to really cash in. You know, while it counts in these first five years and just kind of be there for him and be that constant source of um, encouragement and just talk, read and sing with him whenever I can. Maybe you can have him camp out with you when you're getting ready for the Chicago game, you know, just like, you know, bonding there. That's not a bad idea. I think he might get a little cold and his mom might get mad at me. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll That'll toughen we can do. him up. Yeah, exactly. Johnny Hecker of the yeah. Rams joins us every Tuesday here at 4 o'clock. Johnny, thanks for the time, brother. Always appreciate it. You got it, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks. Take care.